Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Hey guys, welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We have a really fun topic that is relevant to all of you, and I know it's uh, really relevant to all of you given what's happening right now this time of year. And it's if you're a conflict avoider, and by the way, this is valid for you procrastinators as well, six ways to know if you are a conflict avoider forward slash procrastinator and strategies to face your fears. So this is going to be a very valid topic. It's fascinating to me how often we'll have conversations with you guys and how our new members uh, coaches will have conversations with you guys and you're not realizing that the very thing that you're avoiding the most in your business is the very thing that's keeping you from your greatest success in your career and we say this on every show and it's really critical that you guys understand this is that success ever increasing success in your life and your you know personal and professional is always about doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level that saying in itself isn't good enough, is it? I mean, you don't know really what to do with it. It's not practical. So today's show, and probably tomorrow's show, is going to be about how to actually cons- completely identify within yourself whether you're a conflict avoider, procrastinator, and what you can specifically do about it. Um, procrastinating, conflict avoiding, some of the, you guys who have studied the whole you know, Marston DISC stuff, you'll see that as a quality of typically a, your analytical types or your amiable types. But the reality of it is that all of us do it at some level. And generally speaking, the very things that we're procrastinating, saying this again, are the things that are going to have the best impact on our business and professional lives. So it's really important that you guys drill down today and you stay focused. Now I'm going to tell you something that I've heard from our other coaches today. I got an email. I've actually heard about this three times. There are a lot of you that are still in procrastination mode. You're waiting to see how things are going to work out. And I know in a lot of the country it's cold. I know it's winter. I know all these reasons that you have all these natural sort of reasons to procrastinate, to hold off, to wait. You've got to realize that what you're doing, whenever you wait, whenever you wait to actually go after the business, whenever you wait to learn a new skill that's going to make you more effective on that listing appointment that's going to show up in your email tomorrow, whenever you wait, you actually are hurting yourself, not just today, but also in the future. So if you have experienced, and this is true with all of you, cash spurts opposed to cash flow, If you've seen your income go up and down, up and down, up and down, and maybe you've even gotten to the point where you think that's normal. Other people have told you, welcome to real estate. Horseshit. You guys do not have to exist like that. It's because you're not working consistently, doing the things you're supposed to be doing, even when you don't want to do them at the highest level. That is the key, guys. That's the essence of it. And yet, here's what I see happening, Julie, and I know you've seen this as well. And I know you're hearing it as well from the coaches because you talk to them more often than I do. So many of these guys are just freaking waiting to take the necessary Ugh, actions to make it so they have money in 60 days and in 90 days. You guys are going to screw yourselves unless you get past your own fears, and that's what today's topic is going to be about. Please take it seriously. Take action on it. Guys, it's not that difficult. We have given you continuously on this radio show the most practical, tactical information that's available in the coaching – I'm sorry, in the real estate space, really, how to put yourself in this position to help people and make money. We're not going to talk about 
a lot about teams. We're not going to talk about websites. We're not going to talk about all these things that are, a gener- that are generally a good part of the real estate industry, but they're not the most practical and tactical way to put yourself in this position to help people and make money quickly. And for all of you, and I don't care how rich you are, how many listings you have, if you have a choice of how to spend your time today, and one of the things is going to put your money in your pocket right away, put a listing on your board in a week, and the other thing might someday, hopefully, maybe do the same thing. Every single day, focus on the things that are going to get you the most action the quickest. That's the mindset, the business mindset, that, again, some of the procrastinators and some of the conflict avoiders have yet to learn. So, Julie, I know you have an email or some uh, uh, stories from the front lines you'd like to share. Well, just one, and I'm going to keep this agent anonymous because she knows who she is. This is one of my I, – I kind of adopt clients now and then, and they sort of pass through my schedule, and you know, I'll either keep them or someone else will coach them. And she's one of my wayward – and uh, I say that because she's one of these people that comes to the call saying, I need more lead generation. And probably that's true, but the next thing she told me is that she's not consistent with her lead follow-up and that she did a bunch of open houses before the holidays and hasn't followed up with them. And I'm like, I was explaining to her as a coach, that kind of makes your head explode because it's like, I would be a pretty terrible coach if I just layered all this new stuff on top of you. It's all exciting and, and great. But how about you follow up on what's right there in front of you on your plate first, let's see what you've got or don't have, and then we'll make an assessment. So I'm sure that some of our listeners are in that same boat because they were waiting to get out of the holidays, then it was the first of the year, and now there's mm-hmm. snow on the ground, and somebody told them that nothing ever sells in the winter, so they haven't you know, really lifted a finger. So if that's you, you make your own market. You don't wait around. You decide what's going on. And so my deal that I made with this agent was, this is the week of relentless lead follow-up. You get to the bottom of it, and we'll find out if you have nothing and need to add lead generation, or if you have something and you need to close it. I mean, that's a great place to start. Make sense? Well, that's the re- Julie, that's the reason that the Zillows of the world exist. The Zillows of the world play on your, on your, your fears. They, they are calling you guys right now. They're emailing you guys right now. I have to say, from a consumer's perspective, they have a fantastic website. Julie and I use it when we're looking for rental properties. But from an agent's perspective, they're taking advantage right now, as they should as great business you know, owners, of your, frankly, complacency, of your guys' laziness, of your unwillingness to do what you want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. They're calling you up, and they're selling you the fantasy of done-for-you lead generation. And you guys are buying it, and I mean that literally. Whereas the reality of it is, is when you look at the quality of bought leads, generally speaking, oh, I know, Tim, they're not selling leads, they're selling impressions. Come on now, they're selling leads. So when you look into the future, generally speaking, most of the transactions, according to NAR, that happen as a result of online lead generation are six months to a year out. And I want you to remember I told you that. So when you're contemplating, what should I do for lead generation, Tim? I don't have any leads. I have somebody on voicemail who called me and wants to sell me leads. What should I do? Hey, look, you can buy the leads from them if you want to, but you got to realize that when those folks, if those folks actually end up buying something, they're going to buy it six months to 12 months from now, and they're not necessarily going to do the deal with you. So the study that was done wasn't based on a lead. You know, 100 leads were sold to Bob Smith Real Estate. Now, of those 100 leads, you know, this many bought in this month from Bob, this many bought from this month from Bob, this month. Okay, no. It was just they bought, period, or they sold, period, not through the agent who bought the lead. Remember, when you guys buy a lead, oh, it's my exclusive lead. No, it's not. That lead is also being sold, maybe not through the same portal, 
but it's also being sold to many other people. People don't fill out one lead, do they? One lead form online. They go to different websites. All these companies are out there that have done such a kick-ass job of lead generation using Facebook, using pay-per-click, using all these other online media marketing things. You know, they've become masters at it. They're generating the same person is filling out the lead on many different different forms. That form, it, that lead is then being sold to many different agents. That's the reason when you guys complain that online lead generation quality has gone down, it has because it's oversaturated. That's the truth. So those of you who've been buying leads for a while, when you ask, okay, Julia had a call with, mm-hmm. um, you know what? I'll use his name, Michael Gordon. And I had a call, right? It was earlier today. Michael and his wife are, I think, number two prudential agents in the world. They earn millions and millions of dollars. They did $160 million in volume last year, okay? Wow. You guys can multiply that times yeah, 3% and figure out how much money they made. Now, he has a small buyer's agent staff, and they spent uh, $40,000, real number, on Zillow leads last year, right? $40,000. Of that, guys, he spent 40000 He figured it out to the nickel. Guy's smart, right? That they made something like 32000 back. In other words, they track where their business comes from. And he was asking me, what do you think, Tim? Do you think it's worth doing? Hell no, you're losing money on it. He tried to rationalize it by saying, well, those are people that go in the database and who knows from their centers of influence of past clients. And so he had this long, drawn-out you know, rationalization, if you want to know, in his mind as to why you should keep on buying the leads. No, no, waste of money. You're wasting $40,000 a year. Cancel that, and he did. He is today. That was his homework. So think about that, guys. How many of you are in that same situation or will find yourselves in that same situation because you procrastinated doing the very things that are the things that you're trying to avoid doing? Here's the magic about doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. The true secret sauce of it, the things that you're trying to avoid are the very things that every other agent you compete with are trying to avoid. So if you want to beat your competition, you start doing what they won't do at the highest level when you don't want to do it, and you're going to win every single time. You go around the country, you look at who our coaching clients are, you listen to our superstar interviews, you can just go to timandjulieharris.com or realestatecoachingradio.com, and you actually see who those folks are, every single one of them, and this will be true in any market, built their business around doing the things that they didn't want to do when they didn't want to do them at the highest level. Over time, mo- most of them have been able to migrate towards primarily you know, more of a, the passive approach to lead generation because they were willing to do those things for so long that the business now comes to them more organically. That's called cruising altitude. If you guys know our uh, plane an, an analogy, I want all of you desperately to get there. But the only way you're going to get there is if you're willing to, Julie, what am I about to say? Do what you don't want to do when do you don't want to do, 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 do it at the highest level. Do it at a highest level. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's it. I mean, we do. I, I don't know, I, Julie. Why are we the only ones in the real estate space that are telling agents this? Honestly, why do you think? Let's I just, just think forget we like there's you know, and... It'd be so much easier to just tell them to go buy leads. I think we just enjoy the punishment. No shit, I right? I mean, that's the truth. I mean, Julie, you and I must be masochists, right? <laughs> I guess. Anyway, but it is the truth. It's because we tell the truth because we've been there, done that, and guess what? It works. Sorry about your luck. Exactly. I call it tough love. So, Julie, when you were thinking about topics for the radio show, where did this inspiration come from? So you were the, uh, you know, you you thought this would be valuable information for these guys. So walk them through from your perspective when you're coming up these notes why you know for a fact this is going to be powerful information. 
Well, you know, I hear so much from the coaches about some of the struggles you guys go through in terms of waiting. That was the top of, of this podcast and was talking about waiting to get started. Well, a lot of times you guys are waiting to resolve conflict. And in real estate, of course, that comes in many different flavors. Conflict could be asking a seller to reduce the price where you know they're not going to like that. I mean, have you ever talked to a seller that was like, all right, let's do it? No, of course not. They're all going to hate reducing their price. Duh. Okay, but you avoid it because it's conflict, real or perceived. You can avoid conflict in real estate when somebody gives you a lowball offer on your listing or when you're on the other side of that. You conflict avoid during inspections. You conflict avoid when somebody's finances tank. There's, it's like traps are laid for you everywhere with this particular topic. So I thought it would be valuable to help with a little mini coaching podcast of how to get through this and not just manage conflict, but to run into it headstrong and to win in such a way that you're not winning because of your ego, because you know you want to beat the crap out of the other side, which I also hear too often. You know, negotiating is not making the other side bleed. Negotiating is coming to a reasonable agreement for both parties to settle on. So I see this everywhere. That's what made me think of it, Tim. And so many agents lose money, they lose income, they lose profit, and they lose clients over this too, which is really all the same thing, isn't it? So a conflict avoider's guide to managing conflict, and Julie, you can pick up on your first point. So you know you're a conflict avoider. Take this test, guys. Ask yourself these questions and do a little be honest about it. You know you're a conflict avoider if, Miss Julie, point number one. If any of these things or possibly all of them happen to you, if, number one, you feel physically sick, exhausted, or panicky when conflict arises in your personal or business life. That's how one, rate, one way you know you're a conflict avoider. Number two, you immediately lash out at the other side in an effort to maintain control of the situation. Now, that doesn't appear to be conflict avoiding, does it? Because you're, you're facing it, but so many agents immediately lash out. They'll say something. They'll say something volatile. They'll say things like, and I know you guys have all either said it or heard it or both, oh, my client would never accept an offer like that. Well, how do you know if you didn't ask them? It's because you're afraid of your client. That's the conflict avoiding, right? So if you lash out, you've got to have the upper hand all the time, you're actually a conflict avoider. Does that, I mean, it's counterintuitive, Tim, but I think that's a conflict avoiding uh, symptom, don't you? It is. And then don't forget your say your point. So point number three is rarely solve the problem in a satisfactory way to your clients or for yourself. That's conflict avoiding. Now, it's interesting, Julie's last three points, I'll tell you where my mind went. If you're it's sometimes conflict avoiding, what it is is that you don't have the skill set to know how to have a conversation where you perceive there might be conflict. I want you guys to think about that. You don't have the skill set. You don't know you don't have the skill set. You don't know what to say and how to say it. Or, you know, you don't know how to give bad news, let's just say, using Julie's examples. You don't have, you don't have good bedside manner. You don't know how to, you know, show compassion or, you know, show uh, sympathy without being like losing your power in a transaction, right? So what happens is a lot of times because you don't know what to say, you don't know how to say it, you don't know how to have a price change conversation, you don't know how to have a conversation with an upper-end seller about why their gold-plated, you know, toilets are really worth nothing. You don't know how to do that. So you create the conflict in yourself. So the conflict isn't actually with it between you and your potential seller or your buyer or the other agent or whatever. The conflict, the real conflict is within yourself because you feel frustrated because you don't know how to solve the problem. Now think about that, guys. So the stress you feel, the conflict you feel isn't external, but it's truly internal. It's happening within yourself. And it manifests itself externally. 
But if you knew, for example, let's say you have a listing appointment today, and let's say you're in New York City, and some of we have all the top coaching, or most of the top agents in New York City are clients, right? You guys know that. And these guys make millions and millions of dollars. Well, here, here's a fact for you. If you're going on a listing appointment today in New York City or any of the other surrounding areas, and the listing's more than $2.5 million, it's probably dead money. That seller is going to have to have a reality check that many agents, 99% of the agents out there, will not want to have with that seller. The seller is not going to know how to be ready emotionally to re, you know, receive that they haven't had a winning lottery ticket all the time. They're going to have to receive the information that's going to sell for less. They're going to have to receive the information they might be taking a loss on the sale. That is not something that any seller is going to want to hear. But if you don't know how to deliver that information in such a way that they're receptive to taking the information and then making the right decision, in other words, being market appropriate with the pricing and all the rest of it, if you don't know how to do that, you are going to feel a massive amount of internal conflict, aren't you? Here it is, this listing. You know the seller has to sell, but you have to have this conversation that's going to absolutely positively not be what they want to hear. That is the very heart of what true conflict is. Whereas if you knew what to say, you knew how to say it, you had a roadmap to follow, a conversational roadmap, which is really what a script is, a conversational roadmap to follow, a, ta a whole system to basically help these sellers realize that the market isn't what it was, then you're not, there's no conflict because you know what you're going to do and say is going to work. That's the reason that we have the pre-listing pack. That's the reason we have the listing process. That's the reason we want you to pre-qualify uh, pre all these guys, all, every uh, lead you have. That's the reason that we've created this system that works in every price range, in every market, in every market situation, whether it's a declining flat or increasing market. It doesn't matter. When you follow the process, when you actually follow the process, there's no conflict because we have already taken care of 99% of the conflict for you because we know what they're going to say, when they're going to say it, and all the stuff that we've prepared for you guys is already heading off all that potential conflict. You don't feel nervous. You don't feel um, fearful. You're not worried. You're looking forward to that appointment because you know that you have a special skill set that your competitors don't, that you're willing to have conversations that they won't, that way you can get the seller to basically position their house on the market so that it will actually sell. Trust me when I tell you when you even remotely get that concept of what I just shared with you guys, the world shifts for you. Your life changes. Next point, Julie. Yeah, and why did we create the pre-listing package, listing presentation, buyer presentation? Because we ourselves got tired of feeling that way. I remember yeah. in the beginning I didn't like to have those conversations. You know, and at the time it was too soon to tell that it would then, many years later, become coaching material for all of you guys that has been super seriously market tested. I'm just saying. Anyway, point number four, avoid, uh, you know your conflict avoider when you avoid presenting uncomfortable information to buyers or sellers and instead push back on the other agent or even on your own client. That's what we just talked about. So point number five, you're a conflict avoider if you sometimes practice what we in coaching call self-agency. That's protecting only yourself versus truly doing what's right for the client. Now, this can be things like not doing price reductions when you know that's what it's going to take to sell the house and you know that's what they need to do so they can relocate, so they can take their job, but because it makes you uncomfortable, you're protecting yourself. So that's a conflict now, avoiding Julie, Go ahead. We obviously focus on you guys becoming listing agents because that is – the, you have to look, guys. We can give you the little list to last. You know, when you have listings, you have leverage. We can talk about that until the cows come home. I know for a fact that a vast majority of you, 60% probably listening, and we have well over 100,000 people that listen to the show per month. You guys realize that at the end of the day, 
that what you're doing by avoiding becoming a listing agent is you're staying on the least profitable side of the business as far as the buyer sides go. But here's the interesting thing, to Julie's last point, the conflict avoiding stuff happens on the buyer side as well. I'll give you an example. And this is a script thing. Remember, practical, tactical. Here's something that's both. You guys will hear every single day from every single your buyer you'll ever talk to some version of, I'm looking for a good deal, right? They're all going to say that in some form. It might be just like that. Or it might be more passive, but that's what they're going to tell you. Or I'm looking for a great deal. Or I'm looking for this, that, or the other, right? They're setting this expectation. And, you're, and so when they say that, Many of you, all of you probably, will go to price, right? Always oh, looking for a good deal. Here's another low-balling buyer, you know. Here's somebody that's looking for a fixer-upper. Oh, maybe this is an investor in disguise. Your mind starts going crazy, right? Now, you don't want or know what to do next with that piece of – with that little comment that they just made, so you just let it linger out there. Then you end up showing them houses that are below market or further out or have problems because you never actually drilled down – Asking this question, this is how you avoid conflict, guys, being professionals. Mr. Seller, listen, I hear that a lot, or Mr. Buyer, sorry. I hear that a lot from folks that they're looking for a good deal. Tell me exactly, what does a good deal mean to you? Now, listen to what they say. If it's purely financial, I'm looking for a house, and I will not buy a house unless I can get it at a 50% discount, don't work with them. Probably never going to buy a house. They're just wasting your time. Maybe a good deal, and by the way, this is what a good deal means to most people, is they want to feel like it's a fair price, obviously, but they also have um, a good deal as close to their you know, work, a good deal as close to the kids' school, a good deal as the backyard's a certain size. Here's another for example. Sometimes you guys will hear somebody say, and this is another big red herring, uh, you know, rabbits, Alice, rabbit, you guys get the point, problem area on working with buyers. Someone will say to you, I'm looking for five acres, 10 acres, one acre. I'm looking for a really big why because I want privacy. And all of a sudden, all your searches are now just sending them stuff that's on big lots. Whereas in the reality of it was had you asked this question, you could have sold them a house probably from one or two trips out. Here's the question. Mr. Seller, I do hear that a lot of folks are looking for a large lot because they want privacy. Is that your primary motivation or are you talking about – you know, do you want to start your own farm? Are you going to raise horses and goats, or what is it going on? And they'll always say, most of them will say, I'm looking for privacy from my neighbors. I don't want to feel like I'm on top of my neighbors. Okay, I understand that completely, Mr. Buyer. So just so that I'm clear, if I can show you a normal-sized lot, say a third acre or a quarter of acre or whatever normal-sized lot is in your market, and I can show you a property like that, and the backyard is private, you aren't feeling like you're on top of your neighbors. It's a, it's a manageable property. You know, it's like your own private oasis in the back with that be okay. And they'll all say yes. And what did you just do? You just saved yourself a whole bunch of time and probably maybe even saved that client from feeling frustrated with you. Guys, this is what we're talking about. We want you to take practical, tactical approach to your business and use scripts so you become true professionals. Julie, next point. Yeah, that's it. Because you know what? When you, when you show them stuff out in the boonies, guess what their objection is? It's too far from work. It's too much of a commute. It's in the wrong school district. And you just wasted your time. So show them something normal but private, to your point, Tim. Okay, so let's see. Point number five we did. Point number six, you know you're a conflict avoider when you avoid prospecting, lead follow-up, and generally all contact with potential leads due to fear and trepidation. That's kind of a big black hole, isn't it? So you're a conflict avoider in lead generation itself. Our previous points, we were talking about conflict avoiding when you're already working with people. This probably should have been point number one. You conflict avoid when you avoid prospecting and lead follow-up. Well, what would happen 
if they actually do want to go out and see a house this afternoon, oh my gosh, that means I'm going to have to find them something good and sell it to them. That's conflict avoiding. But in reality, it is profit avoiding for yourself. You just don't see it because you're caught up in the conflict avoiding of actually having to follow through. So this is, you know, any level of lead follow-up, lots of prospecting where you've made up stories in your mind about how it might go, which is always conflict. And uh, those are your six top reasons for conflict avoiding. I could go on, but I think we've pretty much teed them up for tomorrow's show. But back to you, Tim. How can they fix this? And tomorrow's going to be fa- yeah, and well. And tomorrow's going to be the, tomorrow's going to be the specific, uh, you know, the most common mistakes we see you guys making, and what you can specifically be doing. We gave you some ideas today. So, guys, here's the mindset for you. What are you doing right now? that you are or what are you not doing right now that you just have a strong suspicion that if you were to start doing it you actually would have the greatest impact on your life real estate is super simple that all of us make be wildly complicated all the outside um, guys that are trying to sell you leads trying to sell you CRMs trying to sell you websites trying to sell you all this crap that basically is designed to lead generate for you that's what's making it complicated for you you need to clear the decks. You need to focus on what you know is going to put you in front of a buyer or seller that's ready to buy and sell, a real buyer or seller, and be of the mindset of service. And then, guys, there's no end to the amount of money you can make. Stop procrastinating requesting your free coaching call. You're making it a huge mistake by not doing that. We've made it so easy for you guys. You know what, Julie? We got a – listen, listeners. We had an affiliate check from Amazon show up tomorrow – or uh, tomorrow, yesterday – and it wasn't a lot. It was a little over $1,000. But, guys, there are people that are buying our books on Amazon, and every time someone buys our books, we get one of our books, we get $9.83. So that was a lot of damn books that we sold. We get these books away for you for free whenever you just request a free coaching call if you go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Now it's just one book, and they're buying Real Estate Treasure Map. We give you the Real Estate Treasure Map for free just by requesting a free coaching at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And they're gonna and, and when you have a free coaching call, you're gonna get the books. You're gonna get five other books, uh, Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate. And then you're gonna get a complimentary business planning call with one of our new member coaches who are gonna walk you through the numbers and actually how you can get started this year, create leads, do all these types of things, and build a profitable business. Many of you, if not all of you, are gonna to want to join the Premier Coaching Program. It's the no-brainer decision. It's the easiest, simplest decision you'll ever make. Read our website, read all the testimonials, look at all the video. We have thousands of people that are enrolled in the program. They love it. It's the easiest way for you guys to learn how to build a profitable real estate business now. And guess what? I know some of you guys are coming out of some lean months. That's the reason that we're working with lenders who are going to who have already pre-approved every single one of you. No matter what your income is, no matter what your credit is, no matter what your situation is, you can get into Premier Coaching for like $99 a month. And, look, you can full pay for the program, but we have essentially are working with these lenders, so all of you guys can get into the, um, into the coaching program less than $100 per month. It's a no-brainer deal. You get the listing presentation, the pre-listing pack, the whole – I mean, guys, the amount of stuff that we give you as a premier coaching client is incredible. Now, it's not just that. You actually get – listen, it's not just all the downloads. It's not just all the books. It's just not just all the systems. You also get a real live coaching call every month if you want it. You can schedule it yourself. But you also, in addition to that, that's not good enough, you get two uh, semi-private coaching calls per week, one with Coach Julie on Thursday. Make sure you guys go and attend that every single week. And then you get another one um, with Coach Rochelle, and Rochelle's focused on the BPOs and the REOs. I forget what day Rochelle's call is. Julie, what day is that? Do you remember? Thursday. 
Thursday. Okay. Oh, they're both on Thursday. So attend both of those no, calls Wednesday. on Thursday. Mine's Wednesday. Hers is Thursday. So they, they're up to their okay, eyeballs Wednesday. in coaching, really. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I mean, come on. For less than 100 bucks a month. You guys are looking for the path. You guys are looking for how to actually do it and kick some serious butt this year. We've already done the heavy lifting for you. If this does not uh, appeal to every single one of you, just be honest. You're not serious about real estate. Go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. If you're on the website listening to us right now, there's a little form that's right there. You'll see it with all the images of all the books. Just put in your information. Um, someone's going to call you back. They're going to set an appointment up with one of our new member coaches. It's, it, guys, look, they're going to tell you about the coaching program, but the real heart of this is to get you guys started on your real estate treasure map and get your business plan going. That's the action that all of you must be taking. You know what we're saying is true. There's no argument arguing. There's no even remote reason why you wouldn't be taking action on this. Do it. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything, and the value you get is tremendous. If you don't believe me, look at all the testimonials we get. Hey, guys, we've been called the number one coaches in the country. You know that. The most, um, I mean, all kinds of nice things. And these are by CEOs of companies, presidents of the associations, the uh, CEO of National Association of Realtors, the president of National Association of Realtors, for a reason. So what we're saying works. Please take action on it. If you guys need us for anything, it's Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Positive comments, negative comments, suggestions on who we might want to interview, topics that we're not covering, things you want us to drill down on more, anything and everything you've got for us, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. This year, 2017, must be your best year ever. Must be your best year ever. That has to be the mindset. Anything less than that, guys, you will fail. You have to have total dominance of your action, of your mindset, of your skill set, of your results as your priority this year. We will get you there. Ask for help. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. Have a fantastic day. And uh, anytime for anything, email us. Thanks. Have a great day. We'll talk with you tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.